This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This week it's Robert E. Lee. I noticed that Stonewall Jackson's coming down. I wonder, is it George Washington next week? And is it Thomas Jefferson the week after? You know, you, all, you really do have to ask yourself, where does it stop? Uh, President Trump ages ago talking about the Democrats tearing down our monuments across the United States, taking down portraits, destroying statues, because the left is the Taliban and they live among us. You may recall, I don't think anybody was charged for the orchestrated, organized left-wing effort to tear down the statue in Lafayette Park, right, of Andrew Jackson. And um, they, uh, they brought duffel bags with shipping straps, and they organized a team of people to try to tear it down. And there were no snipers there to shoot them, unfortunately. There probably should have been. But now the Democrats are really on a tear, and I talked about it a little bit yesterday. Yesterday or day before yesterday? In New York City, they want to uh, tear down all of the statues, including Christopher Columbus, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson. They want to remove them, and uh, that's because they're anti-American, and they are effectively the Taliban. They have suicide attackers, that, honestly, suicide attacks in New York, Washington, D.C., Dallas, Texas, Baton Rouge, uh, mass murderers or would-be mass murderers. Uh, oh, and also the suicide attack on Republican members of Congress on a baseball field. Uh, all suicide attacks and plenty more. Now, that, uh, that illegal alien in uh, Dallas, Texas just played the audio. Please shoot me. You know, that was, uh, he was uh, suicidal too, but that's a little different. Not the same as the suicide attacks that I just cited that I just listed there. But the Democrats in New York, they want to uh, they want to tear down all of the statues, remove all of the statues because they're anti-American and they want to wipe out our history and create a new history which will involve a lot of death, a great deal of death, because they are the party of death. Make no mistake. So in uh, New York City, again, they've got uh, uh, the city council is looking to tear the statues down and and all of that good stuff. Uh, there's a city council member. Uh, I, I guess her name is Sandy Nurse. Sandy Nurse. Sandy, that doesn't, that's not a very good name, is it? City council member. And she wants to tear down all the statues. This bill allows New York City to confront the deep-rooted legacies of slavery by mandating that the PDC create a plan for removal. We are acknowledging and rectifying historical wrongs. No, you're not. You're just tearing down statues like vandals with political power. You, um, you're demented. You're mentally ill. And, uh, you know, really, you're a Democrat, a left-wing Democrat. The left has murdered more people than any gang of murderers in the history of the world just in the last hundred years, and that's you. And you're a Democrat, and the Democrat is the party of the Confederate States of America and Jefferson Davis and the Klan and Jim Crow and lynching and, and standing in schoolhouse doors. So if you want to erase history, you mentally ill Democrat, member of the New York City Council, 
Um, you know, go to go to Afghanistan. Just move to Afghanistan. I think he'd be happier there for a minute. <laughs> and uh, then the situation would likely sort itself out. Uh, let's go to another. There's an actual Republican member of the New York City uh, City Council. And again, they want to they want to destroy all references to American history because they're not on our side. Boy, are they not on our side. And they are talking, as President Trump warned, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, they're gone, gone, Christopher Columbus in Columbus Circle. There's a statue of Christopher Columbus on a pedestal uh, outside of the CNN headquarters. And CNN could just put a camera in their window and watch the Democrats tear it down. And they would tear it down because they're not on our side. Um, and New York is a city of, uh, city of many, many statues. Uh, but the Democrats are here to be the Taliban and to tear everything down. Now, here is a fun element in that story. There is a town on Long Island that says, we'll take the statues that you guys are tearing down. Long Island town to woke New York City. We'll take the statues honoring Washington, Jefferson, and Columbus. And the New York Post has the story. The Washington Post does not. A Long Island town says it would gladly welcome the latest political victims of New York City's cancel culture. Statues of historical figures such as George Washington and Christopher Columbus, just as Donald Trump warned us about. Brookhaven, Brookhaven, New York, a town on Long Island. Brookhaven officials say they already even have spots picked out for the statues and will cover the cost of dismantling and shipping them. You know, I didn't want to comment on whether that was right or wrong because that's a decision of the city. But I said, if you're going to do that, hey, we'll take those statues. Town Supervisor Edward Romaine told the New York Post on Tuesday, referring to the once-hallowed historical figures now considered controversial by alleging woke haters, Romaine said, we look at their accomplishments, what they did for, for their time, and how they contributed to the long arc of history, and we would welcome having those statues. Now, that's great. There is a, there is a Republican member of the New York City Council, believe it or not, named Joe Borelli. I assume he's probably from Staten Island. But Joe Borelli doesn't have his head wedged into a dark and remote location. He was on the Fox News Channel early this morning. This really does uh, a cut uh, right to the heart of who progressives are. These are people who want to erase our shared experience, you know, false and all, but erase our shared experience as Americans. That's their goal, erase our shared experience as Americans. Yes, sir. Uh, Joe Borelli was also there to talk about more than that because Joe Biden is in New York and he... Uh, you know, he's wrong about uh, everything. And, and he's not meeting with uh, Mayor Eric Adams, who's been caterwauling and asking for $12 billion from the federal government because of all the illegal aliens that are sprawled out on sidewalks and uh, uh, consumed hotels and shelters all over New York City. Uh, Mayor Eric Adams. President Biden is coming to the city. Uh, I am hoping that he understands this beautiful city that's the economic engine of the entire country is being saddled with a $2 billion 
that we spent already, $5 billion. We're going to spend in this fiscal crisis, $12 billion um, in the next um, two budgetary cycles. Uh, New York don't, don't deserve this. The asylum seekers don't deserve this. New York don't deserve this. You're the mayor of New York City. Please try to speak as an adult might speak. The Republican city council member in New York, Joe Borelli, on that. He's right. I mean, he's right to call him out. There's 208 migrant shelters around the city. Certainly one uh, can be uh, passed by uh, on his way to some fancy climate change dinner or something. The reality is he came in office in 2021, uh, changed the policy at the border, appointed Kamala Harris, the border czar, say we're going to find the root causes of migration and stop it. Uh, And nothing like that has happened. It's been an abject failure. Uh, We've seen this crisis. explode in ways we've never seen it. We never saw this under President Trump. We never saw this under President Obama or, or at any point really in our city's history. He should come and see the, the Biden yeah. bills uh, that he's created in some of these places. And then Joe Biden says that MAGA Republicans are destroying American democracy. Right? No sense of irony, these people. Today is mailbag day as well. It is uh, mailbag day. Joe Biden is... Um, He should be removed from office. He's the worst president in modern history. Uh, And maybe ever, maybe ever, because, boy, is he not on our side. And besides, Barack Obama is the puppet master behind the curtain with his radicals, the Valerie Jarrett's and so on. You know, news reports about all the Biden White House staffers' cars being parked outside of Barack Obama's multi-million dollar embassy row mansion in the shadow of the mosque. But pay no attention to that. All right, it's mailbag day, mailbag day. And I have, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. I have five uh, picked by, uh, by Kevin, who is here, here with us today. Uh, Raymond asks, just drove to South Florida and back. And the one thing I noticed was not one billboard exposing leftist ideology. What's going on with the Republican Party not taking advantage by informing the public? You know, Raymond, that is a great question. I uh, I really should start a company and be paid $100 million to explain to the Republicans what they need to be doing. And uh, Raymond, you just took a drive, and it occurred to you, you know, uh, there are key swing states. We like to call them swing states. That doesn't mean where Democrats swap wives at parties by putting their car keys into fishbowls. That's not a swing state, although Democrats might think it is. But the Republicans are the worst at messaging. They're horrible at messaging. Horrible. They have been forever. And they really, you know, I, all they, they could just listen to this show and uh, get millions of dollars worth of free advice on, on how to message and what to say and what phrases. Although I've got to say, James Comer yesterday came out and uh, he did uh, pretty well. Uh, he was on the Hannity program last night on the Fox News channel. And uh, uh, Chairman, Congressman James Comer, uh, finally put the pieces together and articulated the message clearly and articulately. Can you say he's articulate or is that racist? I'm, I'm not sure. There it is. Uh, but uh, what's going on with the Republican Party not taking advantage by informing the public? You're absolutely right. And there should be a billboard campaign. There should be ad campaigns on television. And they should learn how to articulate things clearly. Now, with, with I, I, I want to save, save James Comer, but it would fit in right here perfectly because finally somebody wrote out a statement and it was uttered by a Republican member of the leadership and it was, uh, you know, but, uh, uh, and it was uh, welcome by me at least. Now, Raymond, the Republicans are awful. I don't want to use any bad words. 
are awful. They're terrible at messaging and at winning the debate. And they've already got the whole media against them. So, you know, you've got to be twice as good. You know how they say, you know, Democrats say if you're black, you have to work twice as hard. Well, if you're Republican, you have to work twice as hard to get the message out. And they don't work half as hard as they should. And I honestly, I should open an LLC like Hunter Biden and charge the Republicans and explain to them what they should be saying and how they should be saying it. And they should be pounding the table. David asks, why not a shirt that says support crime? Exclamation mark. Vote Democrat. You know, that might be a good shirt, actually, David. That could be... uh, that could be a good shirt. I'd wear that shirt, too. Of course, you know, the problem is, Michael Pearson and I were talking about this earlier, the problem is that you wear a shirt like that, um, you know, Democrat might shoot you because they shoot a whole lot of people. Have you noticed that? Support crime, question mark, vote Democrat. And uh, Michael and I, we've talked about this before. I want to uh, produce a line of little yellow stickers with black print, like four by four inch, that say, want more carjacking? Vote Democrat. Want more murder? Vote Democrat, right? And and a series of those, and I talked about those a couple of years ago. We never got to them, unfortunately, but I did, uh, you know, vote. And I've, and I've talked about this, so I've had your very thought before, David, uh, or a variation on that same thought. And I should. I'm going to take this to, to my T-shirt um, uh, genius uh, guru, and, and uh, we're going to talk about that, David. Delmer asks... Why don't we do away with male and female teams and all other facilities and just X chromosome and Y chromosome for everything? Now, I think that's actually a fun idea, Dumber, and a great idea. You know, we thought we had that sorted out by having an M on that door and a W on that door for men and women. But since the Democrat Party has erased gender, I think X and Y might be the fix for that. But they deny science, you know, they, they deny, you know, we cracked the, the genome code long ago, but the Democrats have rejected that because they're anti-science, they're very primitive people. William asks, would you ever consider a capybara as a pet? <laughs> they seem to be the craze online, especially among the youths, the youths. Um, a capybara is a South American rodent. It's a giant rodent. I believe it's the world's largest rodent. If that is a trend among young people, that's just another sign of trouble among young people. It's a rodent, the world's largest rodent. It's nasty. And if I, you know, if I really had the urge, I think I might just rent a Democrat. The world's largest rodent? Sure. Sure. Why not? Uh, Capybara? No. I I believe I've even seen them in the wild in in, uh, South America. And uh, they're horrifying. They're these gigantic pig-nosed rodents. And why anyone would want to be near one, I don't know. You know, you'd, uh, I, if I saw one, it would be uh, like a rifle would be a welcome thing. Cause that, but you could just rent a Democrat. A lot of them are for rent. I live in Washington, D.C., I know. Megan asks, what's your favorite sitcom, Seinfeld or The Office? Seinfeld or The Office. I, you know, I got to say, Megan, and I, I feel bad about this because my compatriots here are huge fans of The Office. Um, I never really got into watching The Office all that much. I didn't get, uh, I didn't get into it at the right time. Um, and uh, I, I think it's on Netflix, the whole thing. And I may go back and check it out. But of the two, I'm going to say uh, Seinfeld. I'm going to say Seinfeld. 
since those are the choices that I have. Be- really, primarily because I've watched a lot of that. And it's more or less wholesome, clean comedy. Jerry Seinfeld has always been a clean comic. Uh, I think that, you know, family-friendly, uh, comedians in cars getting coffee and, and all kinds of fun stuff. And uh, I think he's a nice comedian. Although I think Steve Carell in The Office, the episodes I've seen, very funny, very clever, uh, requires too much dedication. <laughs> but I know uh, Kevin would uh, say office and uh, Michael would say office. Um, so, I, you know, I feel a little bit bad, but I'll probably get over it. Megan, thank you. William, Delmer, David, Raymond, thank you all very much. Mailbag, mailbag day. You know, President Biden's scheme to introduce the digital dollar to the United States is already nefariously underway, and it's very important to understand the potential consequences of this scheme. Contrary to what they're telling us, believe it or not, this is not in our best interest, and time is of the essence to get smart on this subject. You know, you can't help protect yourself, your savings, your retirement from Joe Biden's scheme and the digital dollar by diversifying your money with IRAs in gold and silver, Precious metals, that's right. You get started by calling the experts at American Alternative Assets. Call them today at 888-4-GOLD-20. That's 888-446-5320. They're going to give you all the guidance you need on safeguarding your retirement savings. Say no to Joe Biden's digital dollar scheme. Call 888-4-GOLD-20. That's American Alternative Assets at 888-446-5320. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal investment tax and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, yeah, rock and roll, hoochie coo. All right, we've still got uh, a lot more, including, as I said, a Republican congressman making a point well. Such a rare occasion. I want to share it with you. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. So uh, Donald Trump Jr.'s uh, X account, his you know, Twitter X account, has been hacked, presumably. Uh, and Donald Trump Jr., Uh, allegedly tweeted out, um, breaking Donald Trump Jr. Twitter account has been hacked. And uh, one says that Donald Trump has died and that he'll be running for president, right? Another says, this just in, North Korea is about to get smoked. And another says, uh, expletive deleted, F word, Joe Biden, stupid ass N word, So it's clearly Democrats. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. 
Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Uh-huh. Superfly. Curtis Mayfield. Doesn't get a lot better than that album, I gotta say. Yeah, so somebody hacked uh, Donald Trump Jr.'s Twitter account, and the first one, I think it's the first one, says, I'm sad to announce my father, Donald Trump, has passed away. That's the first tweet in the hacked thing. I will be running for president in 2024. So... You know, you got Democrats right out of the right out of the gate. And then F word, Joe Biden, stupid ass N word. So now that's a you don't need any more proof that it's Democrats because that's uh, the Democrat Party, the party of the Klan. And then uh, Richard Hart is innocent. When I become president, I'm going to burn the SEC, the Securities Exchange Commission. Um I don't know anything about that, but this is your, and apparently it's been fixed now. Is that correct? It's been fixed. He's got his, uh, his ex account back. Is that so? Such treachery. And, uh, they give themselves away, uh, every time without even knowing it because they're sinister, devious, criminal, uh, vile, repugnant, vulgar, um, and stupid. So they get caught every time, you know, the prisons in America are filled with stupid people. People with low IQs and XYY chromosomes because, you know, they commit crimes and then uh, they don't get away with it. They get caught. Sort of like that illegal alien in uh, Texas that murdered the 60-year-old man that got in the high-speed chase with police and shot a police officer, deported nine times. That's a Democrat. That guy's a Democrat. No doubt about it. Gun, gun, gun. Please kill me. Please kill me. Okay. Just sit still for a minute. <laughs> Honestly, you're a Democrat party. Yeah. As another Democrat was arrested on the Upper Peninsula of uh, Michigan, he set how many? Um, four police cars on fire? Is that what he did at the uh, thing? He was shot by Michigan State police officers after he allegedly set fire to multiple police vehicles at the Sault Ste. Marie Post. That's the uh, Sault Ste. Marie uh, police uh, station there. They call it a post because they're close to Canada, you know, the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. So he uh, set multiple police vehicles on fire and shot at police officers. Sure. He was arraigned on Monday, Sault Ste. Marie. Takes a couple of days for news to get out of the Upper Peninsula, you know. James Kamal Itani, Kamal Itani, 39 years old, of Orlando, Florida, charged with several felonies, including one count of terrorism, one count of third-degree arson, 11 counts of assault with intent to murder, and multiple weapons violations. Mm-hmm. He's in the Chippewa County Jail, being held on $5 million bond. Apparently, Democrats are not in charge there. I've been to Chippewa County. There's a great airport in Chippewa County. It's wonderful. They have uh, taxidermed um, animals, big ones like bears and mountain lions in the airport uh, it's, uh, it's great. And people are polite. It's an amazing thing. 
Yeah, he showed up at uh, 3.15 a.m. September 6th wearing camouflage. And then Itani, he drove a, a Honda. They call him Salt St. Marie. Uh, parked the vehicles, got out, doused several patrol vehicles with gasoline before setting them on fire. Then he drew a rifle from his vehicle, fired multiple rounds into and around the police vehicles. And uh, then they got the guy, they uh, they caught him, and $5 million bond because they're not Democrats. No officers were injured during the incident. Uh, police say that the perpetrator, James Kamal Itani, is a Democrat. They didn't really say that. I just said that. But I think if you check, you'll find that I'm right again. Happens very, very often. All right, now, uh, let's go to, uh, because we have, uh, you know, the the F-35 fighter jet that, that crashed, and uh, we still don't know enough about that. We need to know more about that because it's an $80 million airplane, um, and uh, the pilot punched out of the airplane, and the plane went for a while, and and then we, they eventually it took them like a full day to find the the wreckage, the crash, and perhaps they they should have found it more quickly if if only they had spoken to an eyewitness. I I think that this could have been resolved much more quickly than it was, but uh, but it took a while, and. Uh, and the witness, we have a video. One of the local stations talked to the witness. Mr. Randolph White was out there in South Carolina, and he and he uh, he he was there. He he heard a crazy sound. Now he's a guy. He's wearing a straw hat, a big straw hat. He's got some kind of coveralls on and uh, and stuff. And he um, he spoke to the news media uh, and told them what he saw and what he heard. Here is Mr. Randolph White, man shares terrifying moment, pilotless F-35 jet crashed near his home in boom. See, because, you know, there's the boom and he heard the boom and all that stuff. And here's Mr. Randolph White. I was in the, uh, in the bathroom taking a shave. A shave? And I heard a, a screeching. Taking a shave. Solid, between a screech and a whistle. What, what did it sound like? Of this? And I heard a boom. In my whole house, yo. He's a Williamsburg County resident, Randolph White. Said he heard the boom of uh, the F-35 crash near his house in rural South Carolina, where it took a long time to find it. Uh, Mr. Randolph White, he's, uh, he's an eyewitness. White says he didn't realize it was a plane at the time, so he didn't call anybody. The first thought came to me, I thought, this must be a meteorite coming out of space or something. <laughs> I said, well, if the airplane it needed to be reported, the thing was flying is too low. It's flying too low. It's definitely flying too low. 71-year-old Mr. Randolph White, uh, who uh, was there, and he saw what they did. And, yes, sir, he said he was taking a shave. He was t- inside his house taking a, uh, in the bathroom, taking a shave is what he said when he heard the, uh, when he heard the whole thing. That's what it sounded like. We have uh, recreation by 71-year-old Mr. Randolph White. And uh, we thank him for that. We thank him very much. He uh, he was taking a shave, taking a shave in the bathroom. All right, now let's get to uh, let's get to Congressman James Comer, Chairman James Comer. He was on the uh, on the Sean Hannity program on the Fox News Channel last night, and I keep waiting for the Republicans to either get the message right and make it clear 
and bumper stickerize it, which they're terrible at doing, but the Democrats are expert at doing. And um, they could hire me, and I'd be very, very helpful in that regard, but I'm incredibly expensive, you know, like all the other Washington experts on these things. But Congressman James Comer last night talking to Sean Hannity, and, and you know, even this uh, honestly had to be cobbled together a little bit from what James Comer said, but I think we're getting close to... Uh, to encapsulating the message for the American people. You know, next Thursday is the first hearing on Capitol Hill. And we're being told that the first hearing will be uh, essentially a, a uh, reiteration, a uh, regurgitation, a, a restatement of the facts as assembled to this point, which is a good idea since nobody in the news media follows any of this. And therefore, the American people have been kept in the dark unless you get your news from a very few sources like like this show and this radio channel that you're listening to, this radio station. But uh, let's go to James Comer last night, who summed it up pretty well. They just got to tighten it up. Tighten up now, tighten up. Just got to tighten it up and make it clean and learn how to deliver a message in a nutshell so that uh, it can be heard clearly and comprehended by the American people. We followed the money. We found wires from five different countries, from China to Romania to Ukraine to Russia to uh, Uzbekistan, uh, to the shell companies that were then dispersed to nine different Biden family members. We found over $20 million that the Bidens have received from foreign nationals, and the Biden family cannot say one thing they did to account for what they received that money for. Now, those are the central points that need to be conveyed to the American people, that the Biden family, and it could be more concise, and again, that had to be edited together to make it more cogent and more coherent. But nevertheless, and I I don't mean this as a criticism of Congressman James Comer, Chairman Comer, who I think is doing a great work, but they really need help in crystallizing the message that must be conveyed to the American people. The Biden family has taken in at least $20 million that have been identified from China, Romania, Ukraine, Uzbekistan, and Russia. The money has been distributed to nine different family members. And the Biden family has no recognizable service or product that is provided to the individuals paying millions of dollars in China, Romania, Uzbekistan, Ukraine, and Russia. Um, and I've got to say, if I were a member of Congress, I'd be more clear than most members of Congress. Wouldn't I? I think I would. But, you know, God bless uh, James Comer for, uh, for doing the work, and it is uh, long and uh, tedious work, and pulling together the facts, and they're being obstructed at every turn by the Attorney General who's testifying on Capitol Hill today, by the FBI, by the Treasury Department under Joe Biden, refusing to hand over the suspicious activity reports, more than 150 of those, and uh, putting the pieces together when you are getting so much resistance from the federal government. Mm -mm -mm -mm. All right, Um, let's see. Let's, uh, we haven't gone to a telephone call in a while. Let's go to a telephone call, looking at the clock now. I can't believe we run out the clock like this every day. It's nuts. I have so much more to get to. Let's go to Alan calling from San Diego, California. Alan, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Mr. Chris, I've been listening to you since um, Rush Limbaugh, and uh, he was my favorite forever. Mm-hmm. And then you came along, and you're now my favorite. Mm-hmm. But I am mad at you. 
for uh, implying that Michelle Obama is going to enter. And, oh, no, she'll win. And I think that we all, you know, we should go ahead and just say, listen, who's pulling the strings right now for Biden? And we all know who that is and who's all his staff is there. So Trump, you know, should go ahead and just call her out and just say, well, I think everybody knows now that Biden's not going to be there. Camel's not going to be there. Michelle's the strongest candidate. Come on. So if she comes on, and what do you think you're going to go ahead and get? More of the same. Is that what you want, people? Is that what you want, America? And, you know, and so we should go ahead and, and uh, be pro- you know, proactive and go after, you know, call her out. You know, because I think you're right. I think, and, and I put $20, I taped it behind my co-worker's calendar oh, about a year ago. And I said, <laughs> Michelle's going to come in, and that's what's going to happen. And uh, he said, no, no, that's never going to happen. And I've been showing, you know, them uh, online stuff and emailing it to my different coworkers. And I said, here she comes. You know, they're prepping. And uh, so we should go ahead and just cut to the chase and just say, well, it looks like this is what's going to happen. So, okay, people, you're going to have to go ahead. So let's not be surprised when she comes out. And, I, and when, when they advertised the DNC to be in Chicago, I said, why do you think that is? Because that's her hometown and it's going to be a media frenzy. And, you know, and they'll whip her up and, and we can't let she'll be on every magazine cover and, you know, it'll go like that. And so we need to go ahead and be ready for that, expect it, but then get past the sensationalism and just say, OK, people, if you want another another four years, you know, or longer of this. Just think what she's going to do, because she said that, that uh, when Obama got elected, that was the first time she's ever been proud of America. Great. That's right. That should be the leading, you know, she, that should be the leading, um, you know, thing that Trump has to go ahead and say, say, you know, that's a woman that has never been proud of America. And that's what we're going to continue to get. And we're going to continue to get more of the same. I really appreciate you. I love your humor. And I'll continue to listen to you no matter what. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you very much, Helen. And, and, uh, and beautiful San Diego. You know, my brother, Daniel, is a news reporter in San Diego, California. No, I listen to you forever, you know, so I, you know, I, it's pretty funny. I got to listen to that guy one of these times. But frankly, I don't I don't watch TV that much because I'm so sick of it. Yeah. I get all my news from podcasts, you know. Yeah. You, you don't get the real scoop anymore yeah. unless you're listening to yeah. podcasts, really, frankly. Well, Alan, I understand your concern, and it sounds like you're out in front of me. We played audio a couple of days ago of Ted Cruz saying as much about Michelle Obama uh, parachuting in at the last minute. And it's something I've been talking about for a long, long time. And and really, it's a it's a I'm sounding the alarm, Alan. You know, I'm and, and I know you, that you know that uh, I'm sounding the alarm. And yeah, I'm we should just call her out. Say, come on. You know, I mean, let's cut to the chase, folks, and and start thinking, just assuming that she's going to be the one. And you got to start thinking rather than the sensationalism of, of that happening. Is that what you want? Just yeah. expect it. And is that what you want? I'm with you. I'm with you, Alan. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, great call. I appreciate you calling in. Did you hear, uh, speaking of uh, Democrats and lying and their tricks and the information dominance, you see Hillary Clinton yesterday? Hillary Clinton. Um, Hillary Clinton and lying, you know, go together <laughs> like carrots and peas, like corn on the cob and butter. One of the biggest liars. And uh, we're going to hear what, what she said yesterday. The Democrats, the shamelessness, the shamelessness of these people. 
And let me tell you something, for the first time in my adult life, I am proud of my country because it feels like hope is finally making a comeback. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Chris, the Lickspittle Saliza, has now uh, gravitated to Substack, and his headline today is, Should We Just Stop Covering Donald Trump? They're literal communists. They uh, And uh, Lickspittle, as his mother calls him, should we just stop covering Donald Trump? You know, you know what, Lickspittle? You should stop covering him because it would make no difference at all. How about that? Now, we've got the hearing going on Capitol Hill with the Attorney General Merrick Garland and some really ridiculous moments where uh, Hank Johnson, who thinks islands flip over if you put people on one side, uh, said, you are decent and Republicans are not. Okay. All right. It's good stuff. And uh, now let's go to Mike Johnson's question to the... And, and by the way, this committee has the worst of the worst. Adam Schiffless, Jerry Nadler, Eric Fang Fang Swalwell, Hank Johnson. What a, an embarrassment. Uh, but here's Mike Johnson asking a question. Hey, uh, you know, what about the corruption between you and the Biden White House? Have you had personal contact with anyone at FBI headquarters about the Hunter Biden investigation? Uh I don't, re- I, don't, I don't recollect the answer to that question, but the FBI works for the Justice Department. It's, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You don't, recollect, you don't recollect whether you've talked with anybody at FBI headquarters about an investigation of the president's son? I, I don't believe that I did. I, they, they, uh, we have to believe that they're that stupid. And this is their defense. I'm a moron. He should just say I'm a moron so I don't remember stuff. Uh, the Attorney General of the United States. Pretty amazing stuff. Our job is to uphold the rule of law. Listen to this. That means we apply the same laws to everyone. Right. There is not one set of laws for the powerful and another for the powerless. Right. One for the rich and another for the poor. One for Democrats and another for Republicans. Or different rules depending upon one's race or ethnicity or religion. There was just a little slip there. He meant to say there is. He meant there was just one thing. He didn't recollect, he couldn't recall uh, that uh, the correct answer is there are two separate. See, that's the thing. With All right, now let's go to Hillary Clinton also yesterday. She is uh, a famous liar, of course. She came up with the dossier. Wasn't she involved in the birther thing too? And then the dossier, and that was one of the biggest lies ever told, certainly in American politics, which is setting the bar pretty high and or pretty low. As you might have destroyed the 33,000 emails, said they were all about her daughter's wedding, right? And, um, and yoga, because she's obviously a world-class yogi. Um, yeah. And Merrick Garland said there is not one set of laws. He meant to say, they'll, they'll revise and extend later, come back and say, oh, I'm sorry, did I, is that what I said? I meant to say 
there, there's one set of laws for the powerful and another set of laws for the powerless. That's what he meant to say. Here's Hillary Diane yesterday talking about the truth, which is kind of ironic. We have a very real war on truth, facts, and reason. Dossier. You can't uh, have a democracy if you don't have uh, people reporting on what leaders uh, are doing. You're right. You're right about that. That's a fact, Jack. Uh, but Hillary Clinton preaching to us about the truth is like Charles Manson preaching to you about family. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen. <laughs> 